Hi, I'm Jaslyn, and I'm glad this is the last episode I'm going to have to edit for a while. Hi, this is Ellen. I feel guilty that I don't edit the episodes now. (laughs) And this is High Expectations. Yes! The finale! Season two finale. Woohoo! It's a finale. Finale. Don't finale me, girl. Don't even start this shit, girl. Don't even finale me. It's finale. Finale. I think it's finale. What's fina- What's finale? This is the gif and jiff all over said. again. Okay. I said finale. Did you? I didn't say finale. Let's spend the next hour debating this. <laughs> Get the pronunciation thing out. Non sequitur. Non sequitur. What was the one you said? Non 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 sequitur. Non, non sequita. I feel for you, baby, baby. I found out apparently I've been saying non sequitur wrong. wrong. Non sequitur. Non sequitur. Non sequitur. Non sequitur. Non sequitur. Non sequitur. I think it's. You know what? You can say things any way you want to say them. If we know what you're saying, it's fine. I mean, I know that you you tell me that it's non sequitur, but people get to decide how a word is pronounced, and the creator of the, of the term doesn't get to. So it's non sequitur. Well, I didn't create the term. I'm just saying most people pronounce it non sequitur. Most people. Then we won't get into it. <laughs> most people get kicked by ass. So this is our. <laughs> so this is our last episode of season two. We'll be back for season three early next year. Early or next is it year. season four? I'm not sure if it's season three or season four. I was sad earlier because I thought that. <laughs> Netflix had removed season four of Rick and Morty before I'd finished watching it. And it turns out there isn't a season four. And I was halfway through season three. I think that's exciting that you realise there's more episodes to watch. And that you're up to date with everyone, pretty much. Yeah, I'm quite quite glad. Me too. So we're going to take our time on this episode. It might be half an hour long. It might be two hours long. If it is podcast from the castaways group will be real glad about that <laughs> but yeah we'll be back sometime early next year or season three we've got a treat for you in this last episode it's about bad dating stories Woo-hoo! including the much anticipated seven minute dating story yeah stick around to the end because i'm gonna take us out with this glory <laughs> And we are joined today as well by Emily, who has some stories of her own to share. Hi! Hey! Hey, girl! Our first story today comes from Jen from Indoors Woman Podcast. Now, in our original Ghost Stories episode, her co-host Meg told us all about Jake, who was a bad ghoster. And this story is about a guy called Mark. (laughs) And I just kind of want Mark and... Jake to hang out. <laughs> Both have four words in their name or letters, sorry. Yeah, so. <laughs> Jake and Mark. Yep. And K's. They've got K's in them. Whoa. And A's. My blog right now. So, a, pre- a preemptive hashtag not call Mark. I think hashtag didn't make the mark. I like that one. Yeah, oh, like that good one. Hashtag didn't make the mark. Let's dive into it. Okay. Jen from Indoors Women. I've been with my husband for a million years, so my last bad date story was, is from high school, namely my disastrous prom. My date, let's call him Mark, and I had planned to go as friends, but he had been flirting with me at every opportunity and had told me on multiple occasions 
that he was interested in dating me even while I was with someone else. He even told me he broke things off with his ex to ask me out, but I was dating someone else at the time. A few months before prom, I had gotten dumped by my cheating boyfriend, so I was a bit hesitant, but definitely thought we were moving in a romantic direction. We had been spending lots of time together leading up to prom, going to movies and just hanging out several times a week. There was even cuddling involved, very flirtatious cuddling. Mark, however, decided instead to rekindle his relationship with his ex the morning of prom. Like a classy guy? Yep. Mm. Showed up at her house with flowers and asked her to begin dating again. The same morning, he came by my work with a rose. My retail co-workers thought it was so sweet. I'm just now putting it together that it was probably from the same um, bouquet he gave his ex. Which mm. is sick. Tacky. Real yeah. tacky. He took me out to pre-prom picnic that afternoon, and I thought that he was going to ask me out officially. Instead, he broke the news. He was so excited that he had begun dating his ex again, and then was so confused as to why I was disappointed and a little hurt and offended by his timing. Pretty selfish. Jeez. Even if he just considered us friends, he could have waited until after the dance. Mm-hmm. When we got to the dance, his ex was there with her date, a friend... And they threw each other romantic, flirtatious looks all night while I dealt with jealousy over Mark and my ex being there with the girl he had cheated on me cheated on me with. Oh, so oh but that's not his story. Um, this is not his story. After the dance, we went over to a friend's house to hang out and spend the night. Mark proceeded to flirt with yet another girl throughout the entire after party, so much so that a rumor spread around the school about it on Monday, and his ex-slash-new girlfriend threatened to beat up the third girl. Because, of course, none of this could possibly be Mark's fault. The it wasn't to be Mark's fault. Mm. He didn't really miss a mark on that moral good intentions, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't believe he flirted with yet another girl. The yeah, thing that brings my heart is definitely the rose bit, and, like, mm. just putting it together now, like, all those years later, yeah. that it was from the same bouquet. I'm just like, oh, that's so gross of him. Tacky Mike. You're oh, sure yeah. this Mark guy must have known what was going down? Like, he would have to be an idiot, otherwise. He's just one of those people that wants his fingers in all the pies, which is such a gross way of saying it, but... Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, he just, wants it, he just wants lots of backup plans. He does. So he's just always flirting with everyone around him. Or maybe he just can't help himself. Like, I think I, you meet those people and you're like, you just flirt with everyone one like your girl crazy yeah like every girl's fascinating to you like a new shiny thing and you just can't help but like get distracted by oh another girl oh another girl oh you're so mm-hmm. amazing oh you're amazing you know i meet so many people like that and i'm like it's great that you really like people on a wall but it makes people not feel very feel very special when you give them attention and then you give somebody else attention you know mm-hmm. yeah he's one of the og dcs og yeah. dcs <laughs> Yeah, I like how this one like reaches right back into high school again. Like high school is just one of those times where everything feels so much bigger and everybody's so much shittier because their brains are still forming. Yeah, yeah. Shitty people being shitty to each other. Yeah, you like monthly girl? Because I mean, like he's maybe his shitty brain turned even a shittier brain. You know? No, he was immature as shit. Okay. Yeah. High school, high school guy. Okay, that's. Like justification, but still, is he still a bit of an asshole? Yeah, no, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say if these people like grew up to be better people or if he's he's just still doing the same old thing. Yeah, right yeah. on, tell us. 
<laughs> Mark, you just you missed the mark. You could you could redeem yourself by writing in. Same to you, Jake. Come on, yeah, come, come on, Jake. Come on, on Jake. Come on, Jake. Why are you going to get over it? You could be a okay. cool, cool Jake rather than not cool Jake. Yeah, it's amazing. Could happen. Could happen for you in your mm-hmm. life. People can people can get second chances all the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jake and Mark have a podcast. <laughs> the awful cast. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, one um, from Jazzy. This story is an anonymous story. I had been chatting to this person for a few weeks. We meet for coffee and things seem okay. The next day we went to dinner and she came back to mine to watch a movie. Yeah, she did. I wonder if it was a really great movie. (laughs) (laughs) One thing led to another and we ended up in bed. The next morning I got up and went to the toilet. (laughs) What? Okay. When I came back, she admitted that she had been through my drawers and cupboards. Oh. I was How long gone. were they in the toilet? Oh, here we go. Apparently, I was only gone two minutes. Wow. She had found a pipe and a small bag of weed. She told me Fair that enough. she expected me to give this up immediately now that we were dating. <sighs> we were dating? I didn't recall this being a thing. And um, even if we were... Dictating what I can and can't smoke or do wasn't the best. After this, I tried to call things off. She persisted, and I was the only. And it was only when I told her I'd met someone else, and after a barrage of pretty vicious attacks, that she left me alone. Oh my God! Dodged a bullet. Oh yes. Whoa! When you hear about these people, like that girl and the girl who's just like, I wanted you to come in the changing room and have sex yeah. with me. They should just run off into the sunset together and emotionally manipulate each other. Because who are these people? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. The thing that gets me really interested is if they were only gone for two minutes, she must have been waiting to get the room alone to check. It wasn't like, they've been gone a while and bored, I guess I'll... Snoop. Maybe he had gotten high that morning and he like wasn't sure how long he took. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, was it kidding. two minutes or was it 20 minutes? Was it he or she? I don't know. It's anonymous. They don't it's specify. It's a them. We yeah, don't know. It's a them. Could be a non-binary pal. Yeah. Could, be a, could be a non-binary pal. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yay, get to read them out. Every second time. Home video hustle again. Our good friends from the podcast world and IRL. Of a video chat with Jaslyn. Have we ever talked? We've talked about home video hassle on the podcast before, eh? Yeah, they ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> nothing to fuck with. And um, they don't they have like videos, actual cassette tapes? Do they? Oh no, cassette tapes. That's how young I am. What is it called again? A videotape. Video tape. That's the that's the good blue. I'm um, the one of the host. Brent has a large collection of videotapes and DVDs and Blu-rays and nice and things. Yeah. And then he puts it in a paper bag. Is that right? He goes into it. He goes into a bag, and then his co-host blindly pulls one out to watch that week oh yeah and then they watch it and comment on it yeah that's cute um so is this Brent yeah okay talked to this girl for a little while she was gorgeous to the (laughs) 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 sorry to the point where I wondered why she wanted to talk to me (laughs) haha we talked for about a month on the phone all damn night and texted all day we went on a date to see a flick and it was cool. Sat in the car for a while after after we left and talked and did stuff. Like lightweight sexual stuff again. Probably. Mm. <laughs> Eventually we we said screw it and got together. That first day was great. 
Then she called me and started talking about kids and how she wants one. I told her that I'm good for a while and got things I want to do right now and laughed. She didn't. She blew up. Started yelling and I told her to calm down. She started going on about how she wants to have a kid now and talked about and talked to me because she saw me help out a kid on the, at the bus stop one time and thought I'd be a good dad. Like I was like, "What?" Mm. She said mm. I was cute and that we, we would make a cute baby. She started trying her best to talk me into it. And I kept telling her no. Then she started crying and I had to figure out a way out of this. She was crazy. She started yelling again about how she had done this and that to me sexually to make me happy and that she didn't think it'd be a problem um, and that any other guy would rush to be able to fucking impregnate her. I told her to go find one and hung up. Later on, she texted me that we were done and that I'm... I'd be at home jerking off thinking about what I could have did to her. I was so confused by all of what happened. I'm still so thankful that I didn't stick it in her crazy ass because I I have been in trouble. (laughs) Funny end note for that story. I saw her a few years ago at a grocery store and guess what? She had a kid. Ha ha. She did, you know, she did manage to find one of those guys after he hung up then. Yeah, yeah. Still though, she's a bit. Someone got... Mm into her web yeah yeah i feel like you've dated a lot of weird women brand and that's cool and all like you don't know who you're getting in with but i'm i'm sorry i suppose the first one was at high school but this one was just yeah i don't know when this is in the timeline Maybe you just attract crazies. I don't know. Maybe you do attract. Do you attract crazies? Do you have lots of stories like this? Write into high expectations podcast at gmail.com and tell us. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Also, thanks for contributing to both episodes, Brent. Has anyone else done that? I think, oh, maybe. That was a good story as well. He tells a lot of good stories on his own show as well. So, oh, cool. We've got to take what we can. So, what show was he on again? Home Video Hustle. Hustle, motherfucking hustle. <laughs> oh, this one is submitted by Kung Fu Driving Podcast. Hello, ladies. So here's my tale. I was in high school, and I'm old, so the world was still black and white then. <laughs> A girl I was good friends with had grown more attracted to me. In retrospect, I should have seen the signs. Always finding a way to sit next to me. Suddenly finding ourselves alone on a walk. Lots of hugging and touching. But we were friends. Affectionate friends. For as long as we knew each other. One night while we found ourselves again, suddenly alone on a walk, she pulled me into a playground where we sat on one of the play areas. Yeah, yeah, she did. And she smelled her guts about her long building crush. I was legitimately shocked because I'm a stupid boy and wasn't looking for a girlfriend at the time. Now, I liked her, but I wasn't at that level of like. But that night, in the light rain, a little moonlight in the span of a few seconds, I managed to convince myself that this would not be a bad idea. She was pretty sweet, a great friend. We talked and laughed. This could work. So I leaned in for a kiss and promptly got my face swallowed. No lip strength, no control. She just sort of pushed her mouth open pretty much all over my lower face. (laughs) So much so that when I forced a break for an embrace, I tried to slyly wait my wipe my face off on her shoulder. 
I tried it again, this time exerting more of my c control. But that just made her more determined to eat my head, clean off my shoulders. <laughs> yeah. So... That evening, I went home and the next day had to tell her that I didn't think it was a good idea to change our friendship over this. Of course, because it's high school, it was the end of both relationship and friendship, but I'm okay with that. I really wasn't looking for a girlfriend and it was absolutely wrong of me to let it get to the kiss. So I apologise to her wherever she is and do regret that it ended things the way it did. But life went on, and I made sure that my kiss was always on point after that. Aww. Yeah. I like the voice you used for a Kung Fu Drive-In podcast. Oh. Because I previously told him that he's got one of the most masculine voices I've ever heard. <laughs> and he was rather amused because on our previously, when we've talked about him on our podcast, we called him a big softy for liking that rom-com. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. <laughs> there are some terrible kisses out there. Oh, I have so many terrible kiss stories. I reckon I could do. We, we could, could do an we episode could do of just terrible, totally. terrible kiss stories. Yeah. Um, you should do it. Be, I'd be intrigued to listen. <laughs> I think an incompatible kissing is a good warning sign that you won't be compatible in your general intimacy. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. That's what my mum's always said as well. Mm. But at the same time... Sometimes you can't kiss people. I don't know, but you can do other it's stuff. True. Yeah. I had a, I had a, a, a girlfriend once that we couldn't kiss without bursting out laughing. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> so, so cute. It's not always true, but it wasn't so much that we were bad at it. Like the, when we could kiss, it was fine functionally. For some reason, we were our mouths were incompatible shape wise or something. I don't know, and we just Explain. cracked up laughing. <laughs> it was hilarious. Okay. And become one of those things where you become like a self-fulfilling prophecy because you are like a death grip kind of a thing. If you know that it's going to make you laugh, you try and kiss anyway. You're not laughing because you're silly. So then it's just kind of thing you just, and you just don't kiss. That's kind of sad, but also kind of cool that you had a little yeah. laughter. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was one of those things. Yeah. So when, the, when I had a, when we broke up and I got a new girlfriend, it was so weird actually kissing someone. And I had to like remember how to like do it. Yeah. Bring it back into my repertoire. Yeah. Good story, Kung Fu Drive-In. Very good. Mm -hmm. This story is from Nikki from Something Cheeky. Hey, Nikki. When I moved to Oregon the summer before my freshman year of high school, in the high school story, yeah. I met this hot guy at the skate park called Carlos. Of course it's a skate park. We started dating, seeing each other almost every day that summer. On my first day of high school in a brand new town, I started off the day trying to make friends and this girl in my physical education class was super sweet and welcoming. In the changing room full of all girls in my class, she asked me if I had a boyfriend and I started gushing about Carlos without using his name, talking about how cute he was and that he was a great kisser and all that. He should date at Kung Fu Drive-In. <laughs> When she asked his name, I said Carlos. She asked for his last name, Suarez. I said, what about you? Do you have a boyfriend? Can you guess where this is going? Yep. I've read it. <laughs> I love it. I do, she said. His name is Carlos Suarez. And that is the story of how Mandy became my best friend after we both dumped Carlos on our first day of high school. Wow. <laughs> it was super crazy. 
I'm just really glad it was her and not some vengeful girl. I still remember how my stomach dropped when she said his name. I was so scared and everyone around us heard this conversation. It could have ended really badly. Yeah, well done on not being angry at the other woman. Yeah, I like that. It's like, cool, you like gained one great friendship out of one two shitty relationships. Yeah. Kinda, so yeah. Also, Carlos is a cool name, you know? It's like a completely random note is like to say, you know, his name is like Carlos. It's, it's like something like boring like Mark, you know, but it's like Carlos. <laughs> you know? Hello, my name is Carlos Suarez. Yeah, And I am dating you and also another girl in your class. <laughs> 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 oh, something else. This is like first day of high school. Yeah. So these are like, what, 12, 13 years old, maybe? Yeah. Hilarious. Such drama. Yeah, no. What a player back then. Yeah. Another OG DC. <laughs> OG yeah. DC. Yeah. DC. <laughs> what a DC. Carlos. <laughs> Rather okay, than thanks. a GC. Oh, I'm really sorry for all of our American listeners for our just like casual use of the C word and. I'm very sorry, but in New Zealand, it's basically just every yeah. second word. C-U-N-D. <laughs> <laughs> Justin just doesn't care anymore. The whole, like, fighting the other girl thing is really Jerry Springer behavior. <laughs> so true. Back. Fall back to that one. <laughs> so, yeah, I always like it when people gang up on the right person. Yeah, this is a, yeah, it's a really cool story. Yeah. It's like a John Tucker Must Die kind of thing. Have you ever seen John Tucker Must Die? There's like oh, four yeah. women who gang up on the same guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it's and great. And he totally has to wear like freaking like a g-string for no apparent reason, but <laughs> wearing a g-string just just cause. Yeah. But like doing something to he was like, yeah, this is really good wearing a g-string, like going playing basketball. Something to do with aerodynamics and his balls or his dick or something to do with the downstairs area and something to do with wind and movement and something. I don't know. Oh, Emily, you're very interested in this one aspect of the film. Thank you. <laughs> Next story. Next story. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, who is, who is it? Ooh. This is from my very good friend, Georgia, form, former guest star on the podcast. Um, namely, she's on Ask Ellen and Jislyn and also on an episode in season one. About relation tips. Relation tips. Just if you want to hear her voice to put mm. to the story. My second round of playing Tinder, relatively seriously, led to an interesting date. So this is the first time I met this guy, so we kept it low-key. Coffee at midnight, with us sitting in the window seat, sitting closest to the door. We are into our second coffee, so things are going quite well. And then, my ex-boyfriend and his new girlfriend walk in. This is my actual worst nightmare. Yeah. Like, I love how well she handled this. Like, I would have had to leave. And that is not a big cafe either. No. Oh, it makes me so mad. Okay. I know he went there deliberately. Anyway. I sink into my chair and I don't take in a word of what my date is saying for a few minutes. Understandably. It takes them to reach the queue forming at the counter. Did he see me? How could he miss me? I'm his red-headed ex-girlfriend. I spend the remainder of the date half listening to the guy beside me while also eyeing up his new girlfriend also a redhead but not a real one <laughs> shots fired <laughs> it probably wasn't even meant to be said that way but fuck it now that, now that it's an awkward date for me I don't think my date noticed but I did end up telling him about it the next time we met up on this date we got trapped in my car 
<laughs> when we kill the battery by chatting with the car stereo on. Rookie move! Yeah. <laughs> Not a smooth move. And to make things worse, our date ended with our first kiss in front of the AA tow truck guy. <laughs> <laughs> if it isn't obvious by now, I didn't end up with this guy. Great makes for a great story, though. He'd been a really cool guy for you, you know. I did end up with her, though. Like, non-judgmental and, and stuff, you know. I don't know what happened with that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this next story is from Jeanette. Jeanette. From the Bitchery of History podcast. That's a cool title. So cool. A couple summers ago, I was really into the Tinder game and matched with a seemingly cool guy and we hit it off. Texting-wise, I was going on vacation for a week and didn't want to talk to him while I was there, so we made plans to meet up for the first time at a bar when I got back. It was my first time ever going on a Tinder date, and I was super nervous, so I drank a glass or two of wine beforehand. He wasn't from LA, so he didn't have a car and had to take a bus to the bar, making him about 30 minutes late, which is fine. Public transportation in LA is terrible. Good to know. By the time this episode comes out, I will have been to LA. Yeah, you can tell us about it. That's so weird. Um, I have definitely heard the public transport's really bad, but didn't your parents say it was okay? Yeah, they like the subway. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. But I had been texting my friends about him being late, and so about five minutes after he shows up, a whole gaggle of my friends show up too. I love the gaggle. That's a great description of a group. Gaggles of geese. Mm gaggle of giggly girls oh i see okay a whole gaggle of my friends show up too like five or six people i didn't want to tell him that my friends were there spying on us so i didn't bring it up and tried to ignore them which was really hard to do because the bar was super small and they sat right across from me i wish i had invited them to join us though because this dude was legit the worst the first thing he does is offer to buy me another glass of wine which i gladly accepted He asked me what type of wine it was, and I said, oh, just their house red. He literally scoffed, (laughs) rolled his eyes, and walked to the bar. Wow. A few minutes later, I was telling him about how I traveled through Europe. In response to where I had gone, I said, the UK, Ireland. He cut me off and said, just so you know, Ireland isn't part of the UK. Who cares? Ugh. The worst. The most redeeming thing about him was he looked like Robert Patterson in the fourth Harry Potter film. So I was like, okay, this guy sucks, but he's pretty hot. So I'll probably still make out with him. Understandable. Totally understandable. No judgment. Then on the walk from the bar to a pizza place to get food, he tells me that he does not believe that racism is a problem in our country. And that he understood what it was like to be a minority because he went to a predominantly Asian high school. Fuck off. Fuck off. I hate this guy. <laughs> at this point, I'm like, fuck this guy. Did you, or did you fuck this guy? No, it's... No. At this point, I'm like, fuck this guy. But we're on the way to get pizza, and I'm really hungry, and also pretty tipsy, so I don't leave. Once we get there, he orders a pizza and a basket of fries. When the pizza gets to our table... He pulls the whole thing towards him and then goes, oh, did you want anything? Uh, (laughs) That (coughs) is a crime. And that was the end of that. 
Two days later, I watched the fourth Harry Potter movie and felt very satisfied when Cedric Diggory died. What? Cedric Diggory dies? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Shrug emoji. What a fucking asshole. Yeah. No doubt about that. What an amazingly dickish person. Hell yeah. The fries bit. I was just like, I'm mad. Hell yeah. I'm mad. Like, that's the kind of thing that you do jokingly, but he was legit. Do I do that? No, no, no. Not you. <laughs> no. You know the kind of thing, like, oh, so he's my aunt or something. Yeah. And you're like, ah, JK. Maybe, JK. maybe you like, zero comic timing. I don't know. Definitely. You're, you're right, though. I think he, he was legit. He was it like, sounds like my he was, food. Sounds like he was legit, yeah. But still, like, look at a date you share. Stuff, you know, it's one of those things. Maybe yeah. it's just New Zealand, I don't know. Joey doesn't share food. Have you seen the episode <laughs> of Friends? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, Joey, whenever he goes on a date, he's like, I don't share my food. Yeah. It's all mine. And this girl's like, oh, no, I don't need any chips. Which is something I totally do all the time. I literally did it last man. night. Um, and yeah. I was like, chips, chips, chips. And Hamish is like, if you eat it, I'm just going to be so mad. If you try to bite out of my burger, I'm going to go off. And I'm like okay and i'm like what's it like it looks really tasty yum can i just have a bite and he's like it's not happening ellen you had a chance to order something it's not happening you're not getting a bite of this burger so i got told we did (laughs) (laughs) and it was like the new mcchicken big mac or whatever but i should really stop eating big macs so he did share his chips though to his credit that's good hey shout outs to hamish who shares his chips Yeah. <laughs> Hamish used to buy me my own chips because he was just like, I can't with this, you stealing all of my chips bullshit. I'm just gonna, if I get chips, I'm gonna buy you your own chips, but now he shares, I guess. Oh, so. That's cool. Yeah. Gotta um, share chips. A good dude shares his chips. What well, he does. Right. At least share chips, right? I'm really sorry about the chips tangent, but I could talk about chips all night. So could I. And the wine thing, I. People oh. order the house because they don't know what to order. And they, can't, they don't want to, like, peer into the fridge, and the price is always weird. Also, I'm really, Easy. yeah, I'm, shit. I'm really cheap, so I'm, like, I always go for the house red because it's normally the cheapest, isn't it? it? Is, yeah. I go for the yeah. cheapest wine because, yeah. like, they're normally so, especially in New Zealand, they're very expensive. Mm-hmm. I don't know about other places, probably in other places, too. And it's not like he was drinking the the wine, so why does he care what wine she's drinking? Because this is a pretentious, judgmental asshole. It's just all these little details eh, that mm. really bothersome. And if he's going to be buying it, he's either going to be glad that it's the cheap one, or he feels so embarrassed ordering the house red, like the bartender's going to judge him hardcore, like, why are you having the house red? I thought you were, like, sophisticated. Yeah. Not cool, pizza man. <laughs> Robert Patterson. You don't deserve a name. I'm just imagining him <laughs> as Robert Patterson as well. Like, the whole time, like, yeah. scoffing and rolling his eyes as Robert Patterson, which he would very much do. Yeah. So, do you have any stories, Emily? Indeed, I do. Indeed, I do. Can you beat, can you beat <laughs> Jerky Pizza Man? Um, oh, jeez. You don't have to, and it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, the bar's I, been set. It has been far out. Funnily enough, it is actually a pizza story. It was set in a pizza shop. So, all right. So I was running late for a date. It's probably a weird way to start it, but hey, the guy was already there. Just just making a bit more of a context here. Couldn't find who he was. There was a lot of guys sitting alone in a dead pizza place. <laughs> weird. <laughs> it's like the loneliest pizza joint in town. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I ended up finding him, and he was, you know, he was just kind of like casually reading the menu 
looked at him, he looked completely different. I'm like, fuck, he's hot, you know. Didn't expect him to be that hot. Everything was, you know, going fine. You know, ordering a pizza. And then he started talking. (laughs) (laughs) Has he not said anything so far? He might have said hi. (laughs) But hey. Um, And then the conversation started. And it was quite, it was okay conversation. It was like the worst conversation in the world. But then it somehow got into um, just normal conversation to Justin Bieber and his dick. It was, you know, it was a time when Justin Bieber was so uncle. So I was like, how much a bit bigger dick do you think Justin Bieber is? Is he this, this big? Like putting his like hands, you know, gesturing, I don't know. Of dick size. Dick size. And he's like, is he this big? And, you know, he puts his hands apart and he's like, is he this big? I'm like... Really spreads out his arms, eh? Pretty much, yeah. Like, how big's the fish? Exactly. And they're like, um, what do you mean by that? I'm really confused. He's like, do you get it? I'm like, no. And he's like, ha 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 ha, Justin Bieber's a dick. Ha 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 I'm like, oh my gosh, fuck me. <laughs> he wanted to meet up at the end of that. He's like, we should go a drink another time. I'm like, internally, I'm like, no, just no. And that's my story. I was on a date with a guy who didn't stop talking about eels. eels. No way. That's I don't know if I mentioned that already or not. No. I've never heard this before. Neither have I. Do tell. Was he the guy that was like, did you have a bicycle or something? Yeah. And I remember him. All right, all right. Is that the story? Yeah. We meet up at a cafe and he drinks a beer there, talks about his work and he really loves eels. And he kind of works with eels, and he was constantly talking about eels the whole time. And I tried to steer the conversation away from eels, but he kept bringing it back to eels. That's impossible. I know. I just can't even so, think what to talk about. So after else. I, I brought out the um the bachelorina questions from the podcast, just to try and steer him away from eels. Yeah. But it didn't really work. So I finished my drink, and we made excuses to leave. He walked me part of the way home. And then just said, all right, bye. And just took off on his bike. Maybe because he didn't like eels enough. I think he's looking for a girl that really likes eels. Really? Yeah, and I hope he finds that girl. (laughs) But it's not me. It's amazing (laughs) with, like, eels and stuff. It's, like, such a hard topic to talk about. He could talk about literally anything. Like Donald Trump. I don't know why he's such a bad president. It seems to be the top of the the Mm. year with all these, you know, shows on... YouTube and like the cold beer and stuff, but eels, wow. Mm. <laughs> yeah, one of those things. Shit. This next story is a gain from Nikki from Something Cheeky. This is about an, another DC. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of escaped them, evidently. <laughs> I was in college and super sick with strep throat. I didn't want anyone coming over since I was really gross and contagious and felt terrible. I had talked online with a guy I had been on a few dates with and he really wanted to come over but I kept saying I was so sick that I couldn't have anyone over. I finally relented when he said he'd bring me popsicles for my sore throat. I hadn't eaten anything in a couple of days and couldn't leave my apartment. He comes over and I buzz him up. He enters the apartment without popsicles. No. But this wasn't the worst part. He started trying to kiss my grossly swollen lymph-noded neck and touching me while I was lying on my bed. I was like, no, dude, what the hell? And he asked if we could have sex. 
He apparently misinterpreted the meaning of me staring at him in shock and said, Oh, it's okay. You don't have to do anything. Just lay there. Really? I still wish I had coughed on him when I kicked him out so he wouldn't have gotten sick too. Gross. What a fucking DC. Oh yeah. Also, starfishing is like a really lame form of sex. Just insane. You, you, you just want that? Like... He just obviously wanted to get off and sign someone up. disgusting. Yeah, pretty gross. And when you feel sick, you're like, oh, so many baby me. Like, you just kind of revert back to childhood, really. Like, when I'm sick, I'm like, I want my mom. Yeah, I'm banged. Hell no. Like, you want popsicles (laughs) and watching movies. Maybe if you came over and just, like, gave her some tissues and popsicles and, like, put her feet up and maybe gave her a cuddle. That'd be cute. Yeah. What a dick. It's like not, oh God, not everything's an opportunity for you to have sex. I'm just going to put it out there. I bet you this guy's never made a girl come. Uh, (laughs) You always say that. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, especially that comment, like, you can just lay there. Just lay there. It's all about me and my dick. Yeah. So true. Gross. I don't like that guy at all. Dick with a dick. What? Yeah. The world needs less dick-centric sex. Yes, definitely. Oh, my turn. Tom's turn. I get to read a one. So this is a story by Damien. So there was this girl I'd seen around town at several gigs, and I thought she was pretty cute. We had talked very briefly, and she added me on Facebook. I'd asked my friend about her, and he told me that she was going out with this guy he knew, this mysterious figure I'd never met. Fast forward a couple of months, and she hits me up on Facebook. She quickly admits she wants to have sex with me and tells me she's out the following night and that she'll meet me at mine afterwards. But she'll have to go to her boyfriend's place after. I say okay. She broke up with her boyfriend a week after and we got together. Fast forward a month and she's going off to the US for a huge holiday. About a week before she's due to come home, I figure out she's cheating on me with some guy that was at a festival in Atlanta. She was destroyed. So when I had the opportunity to have sex with someone presented itself then, I had no problem doing it. Fast forward into the next year and we're married. Yes, I somehow stayed with her and we moved back to my hometown to start a life together. We got jobs, we made friends, we were in love. Fast forward another year and I find out she's been cheating on me with a married man with a child. Not even a good looking one, the man, not the child. (laughs) I told her to stop and I'd forgive her. No one had to know. Eight months later, she did it again. I left her. This is why you should never date a cheater. Mm. Preach. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on in that story. It's a lot of cheating. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> We're just like, what to say, um, yo? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if your relationship starts off because you're having someone cheat, there's a good chance that the same thing's going to happen to you. Yeah. Not always, Not always, but yeah, it's warning bells. That's the thing. I think that all relationships are hard as it is, so you should start off on smooth foundations if you can, for sure. But there are, as you just said, Jason, some exceptions. Like, I think Dan Savage has this expression, like, some relationships need to be ended so people should end them. So it's yeah. kind of like slightly more moral cheating but cheating's mm. never very good is it no, and people no. cheat everyone's like "Ooh, yuck it makes me feel yucky and people shouldn't do it that's right but so many people do and i'm proud of this person for coming forward and actually telling their story because yeah. these things happen and it takes a lot of bravery to be like i was a dick and 
I married them and they were a dick and it was a hard thing for me. So good for you. Yeah. I'm sorry things didn't work out. But like, but yeah, hopefully somebody listening to this is like, oh, maybe actually it's not a good idea to invest time and emotional energy in somebody who is actively Mm. cheating on their own boyfriend to be with me. Do you think people have kind of MOs when it comes to ending relationships? What's an MO? A modus operandi. Operandi. It's like a thing that's their their calling card. Their way of ending relationships is the same every time. You might be right with that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe this person just like kind of can't help themselves. Like some people disgust. Some people cheat. Some people sit down and have a sophisticated conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I kind of have, like, whenever I break up with somebody, I'm like, we have to see each other in person. We have to talk about it. It has to be painful. Like, but I always go out of my way to make sure I break up with them honorably, you know? Yeah. That's a good thing to do. But I've done shitty things, like the narrator and the person in the story. Yeah. I think we all do shitty things sometimes, and we can forgive ourselves and just try to be better people as we move forward, right? Post words. That's right. Yeah. All right, you want to read this one, Emily? I'm so, I don't actually know what this one is. This is actually my ex-boyfriend. Very good friend, Nick. Super nice guy. This is his probably bizarre story. All right, here we go. Nick. Written by Nick. The first time I signed up for Tinder, I come out of a long-term relationship. I wasn't quite sure what to expect. <laughs> I love it. Carry right, on. Um, Such I, a long time ago. Who cares? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I started chatting to someone and it seemed to be going okay. I decided to meet them for coffee. Within 30 seconds, I was made aware that this person had recently come out of a serious relationship that had turned bad and was looking for someone serious to replace it. Mm. Within two minutes, the words husband and starting a family was dropped into the conversation. Halfway through my long black some rather personal information was shared and expected back in return. I lasted about 10 minutes and decided that I needed an escape. Luckily, I had a decent excuse and got out. <laughs> I basically give up, given up on ever meeting someone who I could ever have a connection with. <laughs> that doesn't make it awkward, alright? No. <laughs> nah. While on a holiday in the UK, I met someone online. I didn't expect it to go anywhere, but we chatted and really got on. My last night in the country we met up, and it became clear that was really chemistry. Yay! For two years we stayed in constant contact. It wasn't easy, but it became clear that there was something there. I moved to the UK recently, and we met up. It's still early days, but things are going well. It's a long time since I felt this happy. We are still getting to know each other, and we aren't rushing into things. But it feels nice. So glad we met and stayed in touch. Oh, Nick. Oh, that's nice. That's sweet. It's nice when you can like feel happy for somebody who's like your ex. Yeah. 
for three yeah. years. <laughs> Shade! No, but he, nah. yeah, like I said, super nice guy. So, yeah, he was telling me about that person before he left, and he's like, who knows what's going to happen, and sounds like hmm. it's going really well. Yeah. As of, um, he sent in that text just a few days ago, so. Yeah, cool. cool. Terms, so nice, cool. happy end to the story. Unlike yeah. the last story. <laughs> Maybe I should stop roping my friends and like ex partners <laughs> in to tell stories. <laughs> I just like to message them out of the blue, like send us a story for our podcast. Makes interesting content, you know. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah. The first date completely incompatible. She was probably rebounding real bad mm. she's like I kind of had to have a no serious relationship so you gotta be it right now yeah it reminds me a lot of Brent's story about that woman yeah. that really wanted a kid mm. yeah I'm really curious what the personal information that was shared was because it comes just after mentioning like wanting a family and being a husband and stuff so it's like was she going like I got these genetic genetic characteristics and what have you got or well, maybe she was like i've only got a couple of years to have a baby so Could be. <laughs> or do you want children i don't know maybe he was expecting i don't know yeah that's oh, weird that? expected back in return vague so yeah maybe mm. i'll ask him off air if he can answer yeah. that question today he's pretty open you probably will yeah he'll probably tell you <laughs> and then someone anonymous can write into the podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> I have another anonymous one that was sent in to me. All right. So we met on her and she pretty much immediately took my number and started texting and Snapchatting me. My first impression of her was that she asked a lot of intrusive questions and used a lot of emojis. The plans keep changing. First, we were having pizza on a Friday. That didn't work out. Then she spontaneously invited me out for a drink date. It was definitely a date. It was decided. The weird bit is, though, that she insisted on inviting a friend along. I was also instructed to bring a friend as well. This made me feel a bit weird from the outset. It seemed to me that her her date with me was a good excuse to catch up with a friend she had been dodging. Then her friend wasn't coming. She insisted we went to a windy rooftop bar, and of course she turned up with the friend in the end. She spent the whole time at the bar complaining about how cold she is. She wore a skimpy one-piece, and as I mentioned, it was freezing with a lot of wind. She worried her friend by trying to move a large heater in our direction. I was commended for suggesting we simply move tables rather than risk burns. Speaking of her friend, now I know a lot more about him. He was a nice guy and talked a lot. My date didn't, however, but she managed to fit in various comments about her series of sexual encounters, which I thought was odd behaviour given we were on a date. Then we went out for food. My suggestions were not working until I mentioned a Mexican tapas bar around the corner. She was elated. We went there and the strangeness continued. I was progressively more and more drunk, and I went into too much detail about my dating life. She said, you'll meet someone. It will just happen. So that person isn't you, I thought. Why am I here then? The food was also ordered for me when I went to the loo. I'm not complaining, because for some reason I wasn't paying for anything. (laughs) Next we went to a gay bar. At this point, I was at max drunk crisis point. I was at that stage of drunk that I threw caution to the wind. I suggested tequila shots. Her friend indulged me and I ended up having my shots and hers too. Not a good move. The drag queens started singing and dancing. I have never seen anyone more excited than my date. She laughed, fell into me while holding my hands. I thought she was giving some big signals and a kiss would be welcomed. Turns out I was wrong. I volunteered for a vib- for vibrator racing because drunk. 
I won. My prize was a shot. Oh God. After knocking back my victory shot, I walked up to her with full bravado and went in for a kiss. I was met with her teeth. (laughs) It was so awkward and I will never do that again. She smoothed it over though and we danced. I was so, so drunk and I went to the loo. I just realized how drunk I was. I thought about recent sad times and my anxiety kicked in and I panicked. By the way, I hardly ever drink for this reason. Not that much alcohol anyway. I told them that I had to leave and the date didn't try to escort me out or act disappointed I was leaving. Says it all really. To make matters worse, I bumped into another recent date at the bar. One I had really liked but hadn't been in touch since. Drunk me decided to go say hi anyway. She was kind to me, but it was not a wise move. I left the bar and panicked. A lovely lady stopped and with what she was doing, put her arm around me, comforted me until my breathing steadied, walked me to a taxi, and she was gone. That was my angel that night. The next day I texted the date that I didn't think it was a romantic connection. She wasn't phased in the slightest. I was most baffled by why she brought a friend on the date. Why? In all caps. Yeah, why? Yeah. <laughs> if you think you know the reason why, you should send it in to <laughs> High Expectations Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, yeah. We talk a lot about consent and stuff on the show, and you can give whatever signals you like, but then when it comes down to it, you get to decide what happens. I think it would be a fair call that they would go in for the kiss. It seemed like they had a good vibe, very touchy feely, you're in a gay bar. But I guess they're just like, nah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's interesting that they didn't think that the date was weird. Mm. Because it was clearly teeth kiss. You would know, right, that it was a... If someone kissed you and you gave them teeth, you're like, awkwardly smiling, I guess. You're like, eh, nah. You said Jason's then, facial expressions at the moment. It's hilarious. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, how embarrassing for that person. But yeah. <laughs> I want to know what vibrator racing is, eh? Yeah, that's really fun. Cool. <laughs> that just sounds fun. really, really epic, you know? <laughs> just like, what a cool person in general, and also what a cool drunk as well. Yeah. Yeah. We all make dumb decisions when we're drunk, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. um, yeah. Stuff we wouldn't do otherwise, so... It's all G. And anxiety's rough. It sucks that it ended like that. Yeah. Yeah. But nice that there's people out there that help out. Yeah. Agree with that. It was weird sometimes. I'm, and I'm walking home and I see like someone coming the other way and they're crying. And you're saying, are you okay? Yeah, but sometimes you go up to somebody who's crying. I always try to say, are you okay? And they get real mad. <laughs> yeah, maybe... maybe because you're like the tenth person in the last like minutes, and like you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, that's why that's why we're crying in the background, just like being left alone. But oh, that sucks. Also, if I was on a date and they ordered food without while I wasn't even in the room, I'd be a bit annoyed. Yeah, like it's it's all good if it's like oh I've got some fries coming. If it's like I ordered you a main, it's kind of a like a presumptuous thing to do. Yeah, and quite like I don't know how to say it. It's like quite flashy i don't know like look what i can do and like i just yeah bold it's a very bold, bold move. move like it kind of could go either way what say they they have like some sort of like dietary requirement or in general just don't like some types of foods it's just yeah get, yeah it get awkward yeah yeah Real awkward. what do you think of um 
mentioned a series of sexual encounters, which I thought was odd behavior given we were on a date. Yes, yeah, so when I'm on a date and I'm not sure if they're into me or if I'm, not, if I'm not sure if it is even a date, if they start talking about how they had sex recently with someone else or they're going on a date soon or they've been at the date with, they've been on dates with, I take that as like a sign that they're probably not into me. Yeah. And so that's like shooting the shit. Yeah. I think this person, like, their last-ditch effort was to be like, lol, fuck this person, who cares? Let's see what yeah. happens if I go in for a peck, right? Yeah. Which is maybe not a wise move, but um, that kind of sealed the deal, really. And she knows either way, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. true. I What bothers me is that I feel like this person just didn't really want to go on their date in the first place, went reluctantly, even though she set it up. And, like, yeah. just kind of kind of caused all of these like put out all these signals to say like i'm not into you or brought the friend along to make it quite a platonic mm. hangout but then at the same time giving mixed signals yeah like don't bring, bring a friend don't bring a friend yeah and then like holding right. hands and stuff but then yeah i don't know no I but think, then really yeah. not being into them <laughs> and saying like oh you'll find someone someday that's really mm. odd date behavior yeah mm. i can't really figure out why this person behaves the way they do, but it's all right. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Can't even be bothered analyzing that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Have we got a final story to wrap things up? We have a final story. And it's one we teased back, way, way back in the original Ghost Stories episodes. Ooh. Original Ghost Stories. Original Ooh. Ghost Stories. Ghost Stories 1. Knuckle Jake. Knuckle Jake. This one's Knuckle Jake. The latest one's called Mr. Mark. Mr. Mark. <laughs> so this is a story that I like to call The Seven Minute Date. Why do you call it The Seven Minute Date, Jocelyn? <laughs> I'll gather around, children, and I'll tell you the story. Zip it, listen. Okay. <laughs> no one else likes Kanye? Okay. <laughs> Get around, children. Zip it. Listen. I'm not, I'm not that cool. My dark twisted fantasy. Okay. Oh, I haven't heard it. <laughs> Good album. <laughs> so I matched with this woman on a dating app. I believe it was her. And we got her chatting. And she was cute. One of those people that is different in every photo. So I wasn't really exactly sure what she looked like. But kind of get a gist. And we chatted for a couple of days. Talking quite a lot during that time. And she was very flirty and we spent a couple of days kind of chatting and it was kind of cool. It just happened to be Guy Fawkes night that day. Remember, second day we were chatting. the 5th of November. Yeah, so this was the 5th of November. Oh, she did. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. And so I was just off getting some dinner by myself because for some reason there was nothing going on with, with my friends that night. Everyone was busy, or it was a Sunday night or Saturday night. I can't remember what it was, but I was by myself. And oh, all by myself. And I was just feeling cheeky. And so I I, I said, she was, what are you up to tonight? And I said, I was going to be watching the fireworks from my balcony. And I said, just quite boldly, you can come watch with me if you like. Not expecting her to say yes at all. Because we hadn't even met yet. So why would she come over? And she said... Yeah, okay. Sounds cool. And I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, shit. She's coming here. So I had to, you know, quickly tidy up and whatnot. And I tell her where to go. And she says, okay, I'll be there. When do the fireworks start? And I told her. And she said she'll be there just before they start, probably. Takes her about 20 minutes to walk to mine. 
So about a couple of months before the fireworks start, she arrives at my place. She comes in. We walk to the balcony because it's about to start. And we kind of make some small talk. The fireworks start. We get a great view of them. It's really fun. She starts taking Snapchats to send to her friends about where she is and the view and stuff. And we're just kind of standing next to each other, kind of watching and idly talking. And then she gets a phone call and says, oh, I need to take this. And she goes into the apartment and I stay out on the balcony and I watch the rest of the fireworks. She'd gone into the bathroom and just at the end, she walked through my lounge, motioned at me with her phone and went out of the apartment. And I figured, okay, she's going to have a talk to someone in the hallway or something and she'll be back soon. A couple months after that, the fireworks end and I come back in and sit down and I can't hear her talking anywhere no kind of bumbly voices and I start to think I think she might be gone and then I get this message from her a few minutes after that saying sorry um, I like best friends in a big crisis gotta go to ASAP and I think okay I hope they get sorted out quickly or whatever and I, it's nice to meet you and I don't get a reply to that Within about 30 minutes, she is back on her with new profile pictures. And I'm like, okay, well, this seems very quickly to turn around to go and help your friend in crisis and at the same time change your dating profile pictures. So that kind of confirmed my suspicions that she had just bailed on me. And I had calculated that it was within seven minutes of arriving at my apartment. So it was a seven minute date. And of course, this being Wellington, we had mutual friends. <laughs> oh, Wellington. <laughs> Everyone knows each other. So true. And I've since found out that the friend in crisis that she had to run to help was in Australia at the time. <gasps> no! Oh. Bastard! Shoot. Never lie in Wellington. Well, it's just in general, don't lie in general. Just don't lie, yeah. Yeah. Hey, she was actually in Australia at that time, though. It's like the opposite of those stories where she's like, I'm going to Australia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> My blonde. <laughs> so I thought this was, this was a ghosting story because I didn't hear from her again. And she was just like, became part of my story that I tell about the seven-minute date. And then I think six months later, or wow. four oh, months later, ages. I think, yeah. she messaged me. That's nice of her. Oh, she, oh. she requested to message nice me because, second. turns out, <laughs> because we have mutual friends, another one of our mutual friends was having a birthday party and we were both invited. Scandal! So I think she knew this and wanted to make sure things weren't too weird. And so she messaged me and she apologized about having anxiety and that's why she left in a kind of a panic like she did. Maybe a bit of a shitty personality as well, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, which is, okay, fair enough. If you have anxiety, you need to leave. Fair true. enough. That is actually true, yeah. But. I apologize. I'll re- reverse that statement, yeah. It's, it's fair enough. Reverse. But all you could do is tell me that. Sorry, I kind of freaked out and I left. And not just like elaborate, kind of like lie about where you were going and why. Mm. You know, it was a bold move coming over to meet me at my, like, straight away. It's normally something that you, I would advise people against doing. But, you know, it's one of the kind of festive nights and I 
I had no real desires on like trying to hook up or anything. I was just like, if you want to meet, here's a nice night to actually meet. What's the fireworks? You're right in town anyway, so mm. it's like legit, you know? And I thought, okay, it was a one-off thing. That was some bad move on my part. Bad move on her part. We can let it go. But I have since heard that she's done it to someone else. <gasps> oh! Oh, I didn't know that! Shit! And we'll leave it there. Dot, wow. dot, dot! What a great way to end season two. Yeah. Wow. Bombshell. Scandal! Dick! Well, then it's totally oh. not you. She's just like, yeah. I don't know, his problems. I've got issues. Yeah, she's so got t- issues. To loop it back, I guess that's her MO. That's her MO. That's her MO. She just ditches. And ditches very quickly. Because I really hurt my feelings. Yeah, I remember it. I was like, am I that bad that she has to leave so quickly? Hell no. no. I, was like, I thought I'm quite nice. Yeah. I was really welcoming. Comments. I, like, <laughs> when she was there, I wasn't, like, trying to touch her or anything. Yeah. I wasn't grabbing anything. It was just like, hey, you're here and I'm here. You'd never be like that. Yeah. I think that she was just in and over her head, I guess. And she yeah. was like, oh, I'm in a complete stranger's house. Why did I do this? This is so stupid. I'm not ready for this. And then, mm. but instead of being like, I'm not ready for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Just be honest. Or even if she, like, leaves initially and then she texts you, like, look, I'm so sorry. I, that was too soon for me. Yeah. If you're going to bail with a weird excuse, don't do it there was no, like, hey, don't do it in Wellington. Don't do it in Wellington. Don't do it in But there was no, sorry, I had to leave so quickly, but let's meet up tomorrow or for coffee or later on. Let's try again. I think she was too embarrassed, maybe. Until you're leaving, yeah. Could be. I remember you taking it really hard at the time. I hope it's okay to say. But, like, understandable. I would also take that really, really hard. Yeah, it's kind of like that MTV show Next. You remember we were talking about Next? Set in real life. And it's like, yeah, set in real life. Like, they they meet, they have a whole truck busload of dates. And if they don't like one, they can just say Next. And then the next one comes Mm -hmm. out. That's basically what she did to you. She Nexted you. Got Nexted. Yeah. And that's bullshit. Like, people, this is real life. You can't Next people. You go on a date with somebody, even if it's not quite working out, I think the decent thing to do is give it the benefit of the doubt. And then if it sucks, then just don't go on a second date. Or, like, tell them straight up. Yeah, communication is the whole point of these. Communication, people! Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing is this, like, lots of details. To, even though I was there throughout the whole thing, there's lots of details to that story I didn't actually realise. The first one being that I thought she came up to you and said, oh, my friend's having a crisis, which is one thing. But what she actually did is just left your apartment, yeah, motioned at you that. with her phone, and that was it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I didn't realise how rude she was. Yeah. That is so rude. That's really rude. And that thing, you just told me that it happened to somebody else. I know, I didn't know, know that. About you that. really did, like, not disclose all these details. Yeah. Yeah. Did you deliberately keep it from us as off the episode? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great story, yeah, though. Yeah, great good, story. Good way Thank to go you. out. Okay, um, well, thanks to all our listeners for this second season. We've had a lot of fun. Yeah. It's been a long season, it feels like. Yeah. We started with three hosts. We're ending it with two hosts. And a guest, guest, and a beautiful guest star, but, Emily. Aww. But it's, it's kind of full circle because Emily was the guest on season what, two, episode one. Season two, episode one. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, it does feel like a long... So it feels like it's been a long year, but I've learned a lot. I've done a lot of cool things. I've, you know, continued to have an amazing friendship with Jasmine, gotten close with Emily. Sorry yeah. to be all, like, emotional, but I'm no, like, it's fuck, it's... Because last night we were like, has it been a good year? And, like, few of us were like, nah. Or, like, last year was worse. And I was definitely like, this year was rough. 
but also yeah. so good in so many ways. Mm. Just another year in the life, eh? Yeah. yeah. But a good, out of really bad experiences come, like, really, really good ones. You're usually. totally, that's totally right. Yeah. But you close one door, another one opens. And, but, like, all learning experiences and stuff, so. Yeah, and yeah. I've just made close friends with so many new people recently that I'm like, if my life was different or the way that it was before, I wouldn't mm. have met these people. And I can't imagine my life without the people in it now. Yeah. Or the dogs in it. Dogs yeah. I have recently. I've got a dog, dog. this year. Yeah. So that's Break a huge thing. My, <laughs> my breakup dog who really interrupts every single podcast if she's nearby and we're recording. Oh, maybe <laughs> and maybe next season three she'll be better behaved. Maybe she'll be, be a new co-host. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is my impression of Bam Pippi and Jaslyn. Hi, I'm Jaslyn. Hi, I'm Melon. <laughs> For the listeners, um, that was just Ella, like, pushing over the mic. That weird sound. This is my impression. Hi, I'm Ellen. I'm Jasmine. So this thing's going on, and it's really interesting. Brexit. Peppy, no, Peppy. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Peppy, don't destroy the cupboard. Oh, why are you weeing? Oh. She weighs everywhere, I swear. Yeah. When you were there, she was particularly bad. She hasn't weed inside for, like, a week now, so yeah, it's all good. I, I She's so getting there. Lucky. She weed inside about five times when you were there. I what don't she know why. Me? I think Silly. she was like, there's a friend here. I'm just going to, all the rules don't apply. Yeah. <laughs> so true. <laughs> this year's when we like were introduced to the Slack and the Lady Pod Squad and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually changed my life. Wow, wow. I think. I think it has. Yeah, me too. For you too. I just, so many new friends, like just so many new listeners, so much more audience engagement, like it's been so much fun listening to these podcasts and actually engaging with these yep. women and just really feeling this sense of togetherness and I think I've seen in previous episodes like we talk in the Slack about things sometimes we haven't talked about to our friends and our family and in real life because we just have this real sense of safety and unity and it's so powerful. Yeah like if you want to be a part of it, let us know Yep, search Hashtag Lady Pod Squad on Twitter. Message at Lady Pod Squad. Message us. We'll tell you all about it. And listen to all of our wonderful friends we've met this year. Not just from the Lady Pod Squad, but, you know, definitely Home Video Hustle. And I'm going to give some shout-outs to our lovely outro cameo family that have been doing our outros for us. They are 600 Seconds Saga, Cutaways Podcast, Damn Girl Podcast, Film Roll Show, Indoors Woman, Something Cheeky, Large Mud Sent Us, The Thirst, It's About Damn Crime, Amanda's Picture Show, Go Go, Nick is Untwisted, and Stop and Fangirl. Thank you to all those podcasts. Thank you. And because they always give me shout outs, there's another group of podcasts that we belong to called The Castaways. So, shout out to Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Besotted Geek, Superiority Complex, The Hara Club, Home Video Hustle, Sci-Fi Drive-In Podcast, History of Bad Ideas, Nerdy Bitches, Everything I Learned from Movies, Useless Debates, Heil on Life, Cold 45, What Were They Thinking, Wrestling Nerd Alliance, Fun Dip and Cherry Coke, and Us High Expectations Podcast. <laughs> Search hashtag castaways on Twitter to find those people. Cool. And all of them are nothing to fuck with. <laughs> Lady Pod Squad is nothing to fuck with. Squad girls! <laughs> and most importantly, high, high expectations. expectations.
ain't nothing, nothing to, to fuck, fuck with. with. Have a great rest of year, and we'll see you season three. Please review us on iTunes. Tell your friends to subscribe to the back catalogue. Get people to listen to us. If you enjoy us, share the love. Miss you guys. Hi, unicorns. This is Lenny from Stop and Fangirl. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend. If you have any comments or questions, please send an email to highexpectationspodcast at gmail.com or leave a comment on a post. You can find High Expectations on Facebook and Instagram at High Expectations Podcast or on Twitter at High EX Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Pocket Casts, Podcast Addict, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. Have a great week. Oh, fuck, I'm thirsty. Okay. Not the Emily way. Actually, it's the Emily way. Um, carry on. <laughs> oh, shade. <laughs> no shade. No shade. Okay. I'm really dehydrated. That's totally fine. You're also very tired as well. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have to do it. Oh. <laughs> oh, she's acting like I'm such a fuck up right now. You're not a fuck up. I'm too tired. Stop. Like, just stop beating yourself up. It's fine. <laughs> we weren't criticizing you at all. We're just like. No, no, no. I was just joking. Okay, that's good. Thank you. It's a good way to get you to do things for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know you were going to do that. Yeah. This is Linny. This is Lizzie. And this is Lyra. And we are Stop and Fangirl. An entertainment podcast that covers pop culture, TV, movies, and books that gives no fucks, is LGBT friendly, and treats Lyra like the little sister that she is. What? Because Lyra's always wrong, in case you were wondering. Wow. <laughs> you can find us on Stop and Fangirl 3 at Twitter, and Stop and Fangirl everywhere else. Including SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. And we have a new episode every Wednesday. Over and out. <laughs>